you can tell me about like why why you're here. Uh, there's uh, allegations here that there's a coordinated campaign against uh, legalizing marijuana, um, and the draft regulations that the Cannabis Control Commission is. Um, trying to pass through. What, what's your take on the situation? Uh, so I was one of the drafters of question four, and I also um, am the chairwoman of the market participation subcommittee of the Cannabis Advisory Board. And the concern here is there's actually not an attack on legalizing marijuana. There's an attack on small businesses being part of that journey. And the legislature has spoken, the people spoke, and the commission all spoke in favor of having small business access. But what we're seeing is a pushback from the administration and from the dispensaries about not wanting that competition there. And we're very concerned about that because the reason why people voted for cannabis here in Massachusetts was partly to give opportunity to small business owners, to our neighbors, to our community members. So there's a sense that, so what Governor Baker's been saying is like, he, he has not expressed opposition to uh, pot cafes, pot yoga studios. What he said is, uh, is like he wants, he wants to tap the brakes and let the commission do retail pot shops first and then... But that is opposition. So is opposition. any delay to the system will just further entrench the, the business interests that are already here. And there's nothing wrong with big business, but there is something wrong with excluding small business. And the system that we have now does not include small business. So any further delay will further exacerbate the inequities within the marijuana system. And can you just delve real quickly into those inequities? Uh, I, I know you got to get going. Well, the inequities are that the people that are currently owning medical dispensaries are multi-million dollar corporations and mostly non-local people. We want to change that. We want this to be a local business, a local economy, something that gives back to our communities and allows businesses of all sizes to participate. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Cannabis Sativa. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Very good Thursday. Um, I just wanted to, to do a... Um, I just wanted to read what I wrote to my Cannabis Control Commission in Legal, Massachusetts. As I've often said on this podcast, it's very important um, that you reach out to your regulators in your state um, if you want better laws and you want more favorable laws wherever you live. Um, I have an international, um, I have, I have people who listen to me from all over the world. So I, I think it is important for people, no matter where they are, no matter what country they live in, no matter what province they live in, to advocate and write to their lawmakers and write to their regulators. You know, they need, our regulators need to know that we are law-abiding citizens who work, who produce for society, but that want this to be regulated a lot better than it has been regulated. Um, in, in my, I, as you know, I live in a legal state. And as you know, I have many complaints about the medical program in the state. After only, after about four years of, of medical marijuana dispensaries in the state, we only have 50. And they still charge 15 per gram. And, it's very important when you see that your programs are being are not being regulated the way you want them to be regulated to talk to your talk to your lawmakers you know people say oh it doesn't matter but it does you know um if enough people make their voices known the 
the regulators and lawmakers will have to consider what we are saying. And again, I, I, I often say in this podcast that this isn't this project isn't a game for wallflowers. It is very, very imperative you ad- advocate. So I'm going to lead by example here, and I'm going to read what I wrote to my commission because um, they they're they're taking a public comment sort of period right now, and the 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 public comment is due by 5 p.m. today, and I already sent it to the commission um, earlier this morning at about midnight 1 a.m. So I'm going to read what I wrote. Um, maybe you guys will get a lot out of this, and maybe this will help you to advocate in your neck of the woods. So I'm just going to read what I wrote. Hello, Cannabis Control Board. Hope all is well. I'm writing to you guys because I had several c- different concerns regarding the medical marijuana program. For instance, I am a low-income medical marijuana patient who is well-researched on the marijuana industry in states across the country. Through my research and personal experiences with our medical marijuana program in Massachusetts, the prices in this state are higher than in many other medical marijuana states. This causes me to have to shop around and drive around for the cheapest prices and not necessarily what would be the best product to treat my symptoms. One way that this can be eliminated alleviated is by eliminating the vertical integration requirement for medical marijuana dispensaries. This requirement locks out craft growers and creates and, and create levels of bureaucracy that can be onerous and intimidating for the average Jane or Joe to get in the industry. The bureaucracy is passed on to the medical marijuana patient in terms of high prices for medical marijuana. Since being a patient in this program for the past two years, I have never been able to afford more than half an ounce of whole flour because of these steep prices. Another concern that I have is amending the caregiver system to allow caregivers to service and grow for more than one patient. Because of the slow rollout of our medical marijuana system, there are only two medical marijuana stores in my area and part of my county. This leaves me with very little choice and often leads me driving 30 or more miles for my medicine. Amending this would allow smaller craft growers an opportunity to be part of the marijuana economy, provide more variety for patients, and ultimately lower prices across the board. The cost of renewing is a constant struggle, is constantly a struggle, and I know that it would be a lot easier if we made registrations and renewers last multiple years instead of one. This would be also helpful to lower the red tape, it would also be helpful to lower the red tape for medical professionals and remove the state's $50 fee so that the overall cost can be cheaper overall. In states like California, it isn't more than $50 to $75 to get a medical marijuana card. Arizona has put forth such a proposal. Medical cannabis should not be used as a way to make money for the state but to provide compassionate relief if a doctor's and patient's judgment warrants it. Please take this into consideration. My last suggestion is abolishing the qualifying condition list. Maine, another adult use and medical cannabis state, has already done this for their medical marijuana program, and doing so would make the medicine more available. A choice to explore this as a medicine should be left 
between patients and their doctors, not at the mercy of lawmakers and an arbitrary list. Thank you for your time and patience. Sincerely, Dan Scotland. So there you have it. That's 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 what I wrote to um, to my canvas regulators to help um, change these laws and to help make this more affordable and to help help make our program more accessible for craft growers and for small time growers and provide patients better and cheaper access. Hopefully, you guys got a lot out of this. I'm going to. I'm going to put this on my Patreon page for everyone to have. I'm going to put this for the general public so you guys can kind of have something that will help you guys out in your neck of the woods. And um, I hope you guys got a lot out of this. Peace out. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support and expand our humble little project, there are a few ways you can support us. We plan on doing big and humble little things with our projects such as getting to trade shows, visiting other MMJ and recreational states, and doing on-field work. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. You can also Support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC Sativa Podcasts. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have $5 and $10 tiers if you're feeling extra generous. And those come with their own benefits too. And um, if you subscribe to the the 10 and above tier, you you get some personal time if you're over 21 with Mr. Sativa. So, you know, you can chat with me on Discord. You know, we can have 15-minute one-on-one time. So you get you get exclusive episodes. You get early releases when you join these tiers. And you can also subscribe and find our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Follow us on socials at um on, on Twitter, for example, at IC Sativa Podcast and on Instagram at I am Cannabis Sativa. And as always, stay medicated, my friends. Peace.